biggest bites. They've got rivers of gold. When the wind blows right through you, it's no place for the old. When you first took my hand on that cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broadway was waiting for me. You're handsome. You're pretty, Queen of New York City. When the band finished playing, the crowd held for more. Sinatra was swinging, all the drums they were singing. We kissed on the corner and danced through the night. And the boys of the NYPD choir singing, Go away, babe. And the bells were ringing out for Christmas Day. That. Look at that. That's Do you know who that was now? Um, that was Donna O'Regan. And uh, Donna and... Uh, oh, we had Donna in the studio. We did, yeah. She was, uh, she, she was in uh, Dancing at Lunasa. And yes. um, she sent me that song during the week and asked me to play it. She has recorded that uh, version of Fairy Tale of New York. And the fella that's in the, uh, in the song there, Kenny. Singing. Finn Fury is his name. He's and not Finbar Fury's son, is he? No coincidence, buddy. It is Finbar Fury's son. My and word. he's uh, he lives here now. In so, Toronto? Yeah, lives here now. And uh, we're going to get him into the studio. Ooh, and fabulous. Donna, she had to work today now. She couldn't do it. Right. But uh, what a lovely rendition of uh, a great a classic, right? I'm already getting texts in. Are you? Saying that, that that was a fabulous start to the show. Oh, my God. I think that's the first time that you've ever done the music and we're getting compliments. I doubt it. Huh? Huh? Doesn't your mum always talk about the uh, Joe stuff? She does. She likes Joe. And... There's and not Joe on the show today, is there? There is. Yeah, oh several. Lord. Oh, boy. Um, 
But uh, the other thing too is we were down. We were about gallivanting a bit last night, so we got we covered I the had city. A bit of a cold like today. All of the yes, but we have all of these requests that we yeah. picked up along the way. We did indeed. And there was a, a lovely girl there from Tarbert in um, Kerry, and she yes. was over at the embassy. Yeah. yeah. Now you're sounding like yeah, remember, but I that's, do remember yeah. her. Yeah. But um, she had a nice necklace on, and her boyfriend was from Offaly. Her boyfriend was uh, from Offaly. That's Wasn't right. He? Do well, you, no, you just I think to remember he's that the now. manager down there. Oh, he's the manager. Yeah. Why Charlie Dorley. Yeah. He's not the boyfriend. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But anyway, you asked her, uh, had she ever heard of Joe Dolan? She looked like she was in her early 20s, maybe. Yes. And she said, yes, of course I have. <laughs> what an insult. <laughs> uh, so the legend lives on, huh? Okay. Fair the legend enough. lives on. Yeah, yeah. She was only a young one now, in fairness. She was. Um, listen, I say now, uh, this is probably one of the most exciting days of the year um, the man himself, Cormac Monaghan, will be joining yes, us to announce the uh, who's going to succeed. Big announcement. Those are big shoes to fill now. Paddy Canavan. Paddy Canavan's Paddy shoes Storm. are going to be replaced. Yeah. So well, we'll have. Do you the buy new shoes when you're going to be the Irish Person of the Year? Paddy would, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Paddy yeah. would. Paddy. You would. know, like when the finance minister is announcing the budget, they put the new shoes on. Oh, is that? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, big announcement today. Big announcement. Half 11. Around Stay tuned. Eleven twenty-five or eleven thirty, Cormac will call in. He's heading up to Ottawa now to see the in-laws. Oh, today's the big drive for him. The big drive, yeah. Okay. He really looks forward to it as well. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he uh, he'll be doing the big announcement. Lauren's playing piano or something today, isn't she? It might be. She already, has yeah. a bit of a concert. I think that's Cormac's daughter, right? Oof. Yeah, that is. It is a yeah. bit of a piano playing thing. It is a slow, uh, slow day for sports and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Do you have any uh, news last at all? night, of course, we had uh, Ulster took on Munster, so it's all the provinces are playing each other over the Christmas. Yeah. And uh, Ulster stuck it to Munster last night, nineteen twelve. Mm. That's a big result. Ulster are flying at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, good. they're really on a good. They're run. very good now. And then uh, your Leinster take on my Connacht a little bit um, later today. So uh, we'll see how that goes. That's uh, quarter to three. I have to break out the jersey. Yeah. So last night we we had a little Christmas gathering. Yeah. Our, it was lovely. Uh, it was very nice, and uh, there was some gifts thrown around, and you got a nice new Leinster five star, four star, five four star, four star, four star. I only jersey. counted four anyway. Four of them. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Donnelly got me a nice Connacht uh, hoodie. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. No stars. No stars in the Connacht one. But anyway, all very good. And you got your nice new Ireland ready for the Japan tour. Ready for the Japan tour. The Ireland all jersey, set. the brand new yeah. Irish jersey. Can't wait. You looked no. fierce well enough when you've tried it on too. Thought so too, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know you know, sometimes when you look at yourself and you, you're just in awe at yourself. That yeah. was me last night. I think so. With the jersey on. Yeah. I looked you like very I, proud. I looked, I looked like I played for the country. Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say no doubt about it. You'd make it in. Hey, listen, I want to throw something out here. Um, we did a show back in July for Retta O'Connor's mum, Mildred Dara. Right. And she was 100 years old back in July. And um, just a bit of sad news. Uh, Retta had sent me an email just saying that her mum passed uh, oh, early no. in December. Yeah but that she was so thrilled that we had dedicated that show to her in July. So thank goodness we got that out to Isn't her. That's nice. Uh, Mildred Dara, she was born in Canada yeah. and uh, of, of Leitrim and Donegal oh. uh, lineage, if you will. And um, 
anyway, delighted that we were sold. able to do yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, we, we're thinking of you, Retta, and I know it's a tough time of the year uh, it is. to be going through that and that you miss your mammy a lot. But um, uh, yeah. anyway, tough time of year. I wanted to give tough that shout out there. Good man, well done. Well, listen, um, today would be the day now that we promise a lot of kjol. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the listeners would Bit want of Christmas to. Christmas Yeah, we got, I got all Christmas today. Big Tom Christmas songs as well. Go away. Yeah, I'll have one of them uh, maybe after um, Karma comes on. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna belt out here now. There's a song here. It's called Christmas in New York. And as you know, it was in New York a couple of weeks ago. This, always re- this now will remind me of my sister forever. But appropriately, this is a young fella uh, from County Leash Ooh. who's making a big name for himself out in California. Really? Yeah. And... Uh, Anyway, this is uh, his name is Chris Dell. His dad's name was Chris Dell as well. Right. No, sorry, his dad's name was Mick Dell. Mick Dell. Yeah. This and is Chris Dell. Chris Dell. Chris Delahunty okay. is his name. All right. Delahunty. Anyway, great surname, isn't it? Delahunty. Have you yes. ever heard any of them up your way? No. Big one no. down where we are. Delahunty. Yeah. No, I've yeah. never ever heard the name before. Right. And who requested Tom? Kenny wanted that fairy tale in New York, by the way. That you he played. did, yes, thanks. So, and he go, was at Tom. a wedding last week. His uh, his uh, daughter and uh, his oh, stepdaughter yes, got married. Right. Anyway, Congrats. he's probably still hanging from that. Wonderful. All right, we'll belt away here with this Come one. On. Okay.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, let's head up to Ottawa here and get the news from the man himself. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning there, Mark, and to you, Ken, as well. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the Christmas edition of the News from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Ireland is bracing itself for a possible no-deal Brexit. Under European Commission plans, live animals crossing the border from the six counties to the Republic could have to undergo checks from March 29th onwards, according to the Irish Independent. Meanwhile, RTE News is reporting that the Police Service of Northern Ireland is planning to hire 308 new officers and staff by 2020, partially to deal with Brexit. And also, 3,500 British troops have been put on standby to deal with any potential disruption. Meanwhile, the Dublin government unveiled a, quote, sobering contingency plan of its own this week. Punisher Simon Coveney said that the report made for, quote, stark reading, including providing security for a four- to six-week stockpile of medicine, according to The Guardian. The government is also looking to buy land near the ports in Dublin and Rosslare, County Wexford. They would need 33 border inspection bays to deal with parking for 270 trucks as they wait checks, as well as hiring 144 staff at Dublin alone after Brexit. Rosslare would need 13 bays for 35 trucks. Dublin Airport will also need new veterinary, forestry and sanitary check areas, as well as seven inspection rooms and a freezer. If Britain leaves the EU, Ireland would get two more European Parliament seats. But before the May elections, the Dublin government faces a prospect of having to pass 45 pieces of emergency legislation during January and February, pushing all other government business aside at this crucial time. In Justice News, a trial will likely go ahead into the disappearance and murder of Jean McConville, but it will not result in a conviction. This week, veteran Republican Ivor Bell was deemed unfit to stand trial for the IRA kidnapping and murder of mother of 10 Jean McConville from her home in the Davis Flats of West Belfast in 1972, on suspicion she was a spy for the British Army. This past Tuesday, a judge at the Belfast Crown Court, sitting at the High Court, made the decision that Bell could not stand trial in accordance with mental health legislation. The BBC reports that while criminal proceedings have been halted against Bell, who was charged with encouraging persons to murder McConville and endeavouring to persuade persons to murder her, there could still be a non-criminal procedure known as a trial of the facts, which could take place next year. The prosecution's case is based on oral history tapes made by researchers researching the troubles from Boston College, which allegedly implicate Bell in McConville's death. No one has ever been convicted in McConville's murder, though her remains were found at Shelling Hill Beach in County Loud in 2003. In other court news this morning, we follow up on a tragic murder close to last year. 
A Kuwaiti doctor has been found not guilty by reason of insanity of stabbing her three-year-old autistic son to death in South Dublin. Maha al-Adhim, 43, stabbed Omar Omran in July of 2017 in Kimmich. Two consultant psychiatrists told the Central Criminal Court that al-Adhim was suffering from paranoid schizophrenia at the time of the murder. The jury of nine men and three women spent one hour and 46 minutes deliberating before bringing in their unanimous verdict. Al-Adhim was committed to the Central Mental Hospital by Ms. Justice Eileen Creeden, according to the Irish Independent. Well, this week, our local news matters segment returns to the province of Connacht. If you're looking to take a dip, the Mayo News reports that five years after it was proposed, the new 12 million euro swimming pool complex in Castlebar is set to open in the first quarter of 2019 in Loch Lana. Taoiseach Enda had first announced the facility in 2012, saying it would be ready two years later. Staying in Mayo, a nine-year-old girl suffering from spinal muscular atrophy wrote to Health Minister Simon Harris earlier this year, pleading with him to approve a groundbreaking drug, Spinraza, to save her life. Written on three pages of brightly colored unicorn writing paper, Grace O'Malley has since lost the ability to write. She included photographs of her Make-A-Wish Foundation trip to Disneyland in her letter to Harris. Harris's response? His office returned the photos to her in the village of Robin, but did not acknowledge that the minister had even seen the letter, according to the Mayo News. Just this week, however, Spinraza was approved in Poland, in common with many other European countries, to fight the muscular wasting disease. But Ireland, however, has not followed suit. The Connacht Tribune is reporting on financial irregularities at the Galway Gaelic Athletic Association. Galway GAA Treasurer Michael Burke ended his year-long investigation into the country into the county's lack of financial governance by stating that the organization would now be in receivership if it was a private business. The club was rife with unsanctioned bonuses and credit card expenses thanks to a lack of control and financial transparency. It also took a year for €440,000 worth of ticket sales to make its way to GAA headquarters in Dublin. Burke noted that it was frustrating for auditors to do their work, as it was difficult for them to draw the relevant financial information from the Galway GAA. Finally, the Leitrim Observer reports that people want to work. 600 people applied for 12 new permanent outdoor staff positions with Leitrim County Council. Of that number, 400 turned up to take aptitude tests at the Landmark Hotel in Carrick-on-Shannon recently, with 50 finalists drawn from the hundreds who applied. Interviews will be carried out next month with successful applicants clearing water, cleaning water tables and keeping water off of county roads shortly afterwards. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Before we hand it back to Toronto, I'd like to wish Mark and Ken, their families, our advertisers, our radio listeners in Toronto and Calgary, and listeners around the world online, a very Merry Christmas or Nolag Hana. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slong Go Foil. Another year has gone by in the wake of 
ask myself, where did it go? It seems like yesterday I saw a reindeer and sleigh and heard Santa laugh, oh ho ho. But in the past year, one memory I hold dear of your love that's so kind and true. All that I ask, like those years in the past, is to spend one more Christmas with you. You won't have to shop in Macy's, New York, for a gift tied with ribbons of blue. All that I ask, like the ones in the past, is to spend one more Christmas. It doesn't seem so long since our first Christmas morning when there was just you and me as each boy and each girl came into our Santa came into it too Their children are grown With kids of their own Once more there's just you and me And all that I ask Like those years in the past Is to spend one more Christmas with you You won't have to When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Yes, indeed. We were down to Galway a little bit earlier in the afternoon. We were. It's that time. It's that time, Kenny. Who's on the phone now? We got the man himself. He made an appearance last night as well. Um, I think it was him anyway. Good morning. Good morning, Cormac. How are you doing? Very good, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. And I applaud your, uh, the lens you guys go to on behalf of the community 
you never say no to the, the next point and uh, you know I don't know if people appreciate how late you guys stay out on our collective behalf so uh, hats off your role models for the community thanks Cormac that's yeah. good to know thanks a million yeah I mean yeah we appreciate any support <laughs> yeah. we can get and in fact I know we're here to talk about the 2019 IPOY but Paddy Power has your respective spouses as the front runner for the 2020 nomination <laughs> <laughs> Very right good, soul, right very soul. good, very Saints good. There. Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I would say that uh, with, with bated breath, we await an announcement here. The Ireland, Paddy yes. Canavan, of course, about to uh, hand the baton over to somebody else. And uh, maybe, Cormac, you could do the big announcement for our listeners. And who is going to be the Ireland Person of the Year for 2019? Yeah, and before I get to that, just a, a shout out to, to Pat Canavan, a final one to... What an awesome Irish person of the year he was and how deserving and what a legend in our community. So, And he was a pleasure for us to all deal with uh, through the year. And uh, best wishes for Christmas and 2019 to Pat, Colette and all the family. And, uh, you know, big shoes to fill for sure. Um, so, yeah, as we were looking around the 2019 landscape, uh, we looked through the counties of Ireland and we said, you know, which county out there is in need of a, a bit of a, a boost? And obviously Leash and Sligo sprung to mind, but uh, there was even more <laughs> deserving cases. And we, we settled on Tipperary. You know, they haven't had much joy in the hurling in recent years. My cousins in Galway have given them a shellacking a few times of late. And, you know, it's such a long way to get there. Like, it's just a long, long way to Tipperary, right? So, um, so we felt we needed to do something for the county. And that coincided with a tsunami of nominations for one person whose name I will reveal shortly, but and then trying to put together, you know, a nice, concise synopsis as to why this person was chosen, I just thought it would be easier to read out from one of the nominations, who shall remain nameless, the nominator, but if you just bear with me for a minute, um, and it's reading out from a, one of our, the more thoughtful members of our community, I have been thinking about deserving nominees for Irish Person of the Year, and I keep coming back to one person. She didn't jump out in my consciousness in any dramatic fashion, but the more I thought about her, I realized there was a reason for me sending in this nomination. The reason was that in almost every fibre of the Irish community in Toronto, she is a positive presence. This presence is not always in a loud look-at-me way, but in a way that has added real value to our community. My nominee is Geraldine Brown. Rarely does an event take place that doesn't have Geraldine's fingerprints on it, many times in a leadership role, many times in a support role. So, obviously, Geraldine Brown is our 2019 oh, wow. Irish Person of the Year, and that was just one of many sentiments expressed to us uh, from the community just to, you know, asking that she be recognized, not just for the awesome work she does in the community, which probably we're all aware of, but just the friendship she brings to so many people. And, uh, you know, a lot of new arrivals or recent arrivals wrote mm-hmm. in just to say that Geraldine was the difference between them feeling at home in Toronto and not feeling at home. And uh, one or two referred to her affectionately as uh, the mammy, which I think is her nickname <laughs> in Iran tip. So oh. anyway, just a lot of love out there for Geraldine and... Uh, respect and appreciation and uh, yeah so we're delighted to announce that it is Geraldine Brown oh that is well, brilliant done, yeah you and your committee. That's fantastic. yeah Thank you. that is brilliant and uh, you know it's interesting uh, as you you know you're reading what the, the what that person uh, the nominator if you will had written because uh, that is that encapsulates her she yeah. does not yeah. look for right she is a, a silent achiever a silent producer in the back and doesn't look for the accolades, just does it for the love of the arts and love of her country. And uh, I, I tell you, it's, 
Yeah, uh, Cormac uh, told us last night who had won it uh, in anticipation of today, and uh, and and we just looked at it. And said, of course, yeah, why would? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So doesn't come to mind immediately, but when she does, it's just yeah. a natural a natural selection. So congratulations, no, very that's easy, fantastic. Very easy choice for us as a committee, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah well done. Now, thank you. She uh, she's away off in Ireland at the moment, but uh, yeah. we might we might have through the powers of technology we have a shot at this. Yeah, I, I think she hopes to, yeah, she might give you a buzz in shortly. All right, okay. I'll jump well, off the line, but yeah, Geraldine is in at home in Tipperary, and I didn't know this till yesterday, but Geraldine is one of 11 siblings, oh. so uh, oh, 10 of whom all live within 15 miles at a home place, and Geraldine oh. is out oh. foreign. But uh, so, yeah, some big celebrations, I'm sure, every Christmas there in Tip, and maybe particularly this adds an extra spice to it. So, uh, yeah. congratulations to Geraldine and all the, the Browns of North Tip. Can you imagine that Christmas dinner, huh? Yeah, be a big turkey. What? Yeah. yeah. Would, be a lot of, there must be a lot of land as well. When's the big day? Do you have a uh, the first Sunday in March, Ken? Sunday, March third. Okay. So, uh, March yeah, we'll be back on. I suppose in the new year with some details on that. But, uh, right, yeah, first Sunday in March. Ah, brilliant. Excellent. Now you're heading off to Ottawa, are you? Not till tomorrow. I heard you uh, mentioning my uh, eager anticipation for it earlier yeah. on the show. But yes, uh, <laughs> I have to wait until tomorrow to, for that joy. Yeah, I will. We. Um, you know that the 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 fellows who do the show after us, um, we'll have a chat with them as well because I know that right. uh, your your in laws will be listening to that show as well. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. Send out my best. Yeah, I know. Good. Looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah, now, did, warmer than last year. Did you put your hand in your pocket last night? Can you just remind me because I did. I looked yeah, fairly hard. empty this morning. Uh, yeah, I did. I got in early, but thank you for all the Ubers. Uh, I didn't. I don't have that <laughs> app yet, so I must. Uh, yeah. The last Uber was very interesting, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that fella earned his money. I got a, 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 this suffice it to say that the last Uber from downtown to Etobicoke cost $176. Oh my so, goodness. I know, yeah. Via Milton. I think he came yeah. in through Milton. I Milton, I think we went down through Columbus, Ohio and came back. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it is Christmas, though. So it is, yeah. You've got to share yeah. the wealth. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, as, as Ken said, listen, congratulations to you and the committee. Um, that that um, that'll be a sellout. A lot of people in this. I know. Yeah, I think it'll be very well received, and it's great to have a you know a lady on the roll of honor. It's been a few years since Geraldine Heaney. Actually, coincidentally, Mother Geraldine was the, the most recent lady recipient. But yeah, just like it's just such yes. a wonderful slam dunk of a nomination that yeah, I think uh, will be out in force on March third, and uh, hopefully uh, half the family from Tip will be over as well. Brilliant. Yeah. No doubt. And of course, Geraldine, very involved in, in Tip as well. And you played the song from Donna earlier. And the last yes. time they were in studio, yep. Geraldine was in with Donna. That's right. And, she uh, was in here. Dancing at Ringo Oh, she's a listener now. That's great. All right. So okay, man. I see Thank I you. see our board lighting up here. So I do think yes. it could be herself. So okay. we're going off with a nice song okay. here. Okay. Thank you all. Okay, man. See you, Cormac. All the best. Happy Christmas.
tenors, the Irish tenors there, Kenny. Am I on now, am I? Yeah, you're you on now. You me off there the last time. Sorry, we got a new microphone system here. We've had it for four years. <laughs> so uh, we're just figuring out some stuff. Oh, but um, anyway, oh, come all you faithful. That's for Charlie Dooley on his way down to London from the faithful county, right? Yes, indeed. And uh, we adore Charlie Dooley. We do. He's at his best last night. We adore his credit card even more. <laughs> that thing got a good workout last night. I hope so. Guilt. Guilt, Guilt I'd say. Guilt from not Imagine. buying us a gift. Came without gifts. Well, absolutely delighted um, to um, to be joined on the line by, um, and this has a nice ring to it, the Ireland Person of the Year for 2019, calling in from just outside uh, Cashel in Tipperary. Good morning, Geraldine Brown, and congratulations. How are you? I'm good, Mark. Thank you very much. Wow. And you're back home in uh, with the family. Um, one thing that we didn't know that uh, Cormac had mentioned, you are one of 11 children. Is that true? That is true. One of 11. There are six boys and five girls. My wow. Goodness. Where do you come in that lineup, Geraldine? I am the youngest girl, but I've got two brothers younger. Wow. Incredible. I'll play it to you. So yeah. t- tell well, us how... Didn't change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so tell us anyway. Yeah, when did you get the big news? Uh, Cormac didn't get into too many details here. When did the, when did the penny drop here, so to speak? Well, I got an email from Cormac last Tuesday. I was on my way to bed, picked up some emails, and thought this is a joke, and actually twisted and turned in bed and thought no, and slept that night. Got up the next morning and showed it to one of my nephews, and he said, "No, it's not a spam. It's not a joke. It's for real." So. Um, <laughs> Um, it just took me a few days to let it sink in before I contacted Cormac to say I would be honoured to take the role mm. if that's what people wanted. So um, th- that's it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Great news altogether. We're delighted for you. Well, I said thank you very much. And I said I, I don't think I deserve it, but if people feel I do, I would gladly wear the mantle with honour. Yeah, and I think what you just said really, um, I think, depicts very much... Um, the sentiment of the community. I, mean, I don't know if you heard the, the the nomination that was read out about you, but it was exactly what you just said: is you don't go looking for this stuff, and uh, you don't, you, as you said yourself, you don't think you deserve it. Uh, but to those around you, um, the picture looks a little bit different, Geraldine. And what you do for this community is absolutely incredible, and uh, you are a um, you know so worthy of this. Um, I think, uh, and I said this last year. I think. You know, uh, and uh, you know, you got uh, Paddy Canavan last year and yourself this year. I think you give credibility to that award, and um, I, I think it's just fantastic. And I think it's even better that you're surrounded by your family there and that you're able to celebrate this. I mean, it might not, it might not have the same um, prestige to those in Tipperary, but hopefully they're listening in. They're listening in, and they understand the magnitude of what's just happened here because this is. This is an incredible honour um, for uh, for for uh, for you here in Toronto and in Canada. So congratulations! Uh, are they, are well, thanks again. Um, yeah, my family do. I, I come from a family of volunteers. Uh, oh, that's mm-hmm. what we saw our parents do, and all my brothers and sisters volunteer in Tipperary, and you know, scouts, GAA, all yeah. aspects of life in Tipperary. So I'm glad to be able to carry that tradition on in Toronto. I wonder, will there be a lot of dancing now at the IPOY oh, event yeah. this year? What do you reckon? I might be able to maybe, huh? a few people. I have, <laughs> I have some influence with some of the groups. <laughs> How Come many of the family will be coming out, do you reckon? 
That I don't know. <laughs> it would be great if I could get some of them, but they're all married with children, and so working, it's hard to get time off, but I'll see if I can persuade some of them at least out oh, of the yeah, 11 be great. <laughs> to come out. When, well, when that's all been finalised, can you uh, just make sure you uh, let us know where the old party will be, because that's, that's, that's definitely going to be one not to be missed in the city. It will be one not to be missed when the Browns get together, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, what's the... Now, have you had an opportunity to get the hurling pulse in the county? Uh, Are you feeling uh, bullish about the year or or, uh, are you you going to start rebuilding or what? Um, Well, we've beaten Limerick already, so we're feeling confident. Um, The new manager is doing a good job and so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Maybe this is our year. (laughs) Keep it going. Well, listen, when you get back in town, um, let's uh, let's have an old chat and uh, hopefully we can uh, get you into studio here. And um, again, on behalf of Ken and myself and the entire community, uh, and I know we speak for the entire community, congratulations. Well done. It's great, Geraldine. Thank you very much, Mark and Ken, and thank you both for um, getting my groups out there throughout the year. And I would like to thank everybody who nominated me. And as I said, I, I hope I will do them proud and live up to the honour that they've bestowed on me. Lovely, well, well done. Indeed. Well done. Happy Christmas to you and your family over there. Many happy returns to you all there, and I'll see you all in the new year. Sounds Lovely. good. And take an old trip up to Leash while you're there, will you? It's well worth the visit. I was up in Abbey Leaks yesterday, or no, Tuesday actually. Were you? Go ahead. Did you get yes, lost? I was have it? a niece married in Abbey Leaks, and her little one goes to the school there, so I was thinking oh. of you, Mark. Oh, darling, brilliant. Goodness. All right. <laughs> You know, Mark, you have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. You never know, Geraldine. You never know. Well, talk when we get back. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well done, Geraldine. Okay. Good thanks, luck. lad. Take, Take care. All the best. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Day one. Dear Nola, thank you very much for your lovely present of a partridge in a pear three. We're getting the hang of feeding the partridge now, although it was difficult at first to win its confidence. It bit the mother rather badly in the hand. But they're good friends now, and we're keeping the pear three indoors in a bucket. Thank you again. Yours affectionately, Gubnet O'Lunacy. Day two. Dear Nola, I cannot tell you how surprised we were to hear from you so soon again, and to receive your lovely present of two turtle doves. You really are too kind. At first, the partridge was very jealous and suspicious of the doves, and they had a terrible row on the night the doves arrived. We had to send for the vet. But the birds are okay again and the stitches is due to come out in a week or two. The vet's bill was £8, but the mother is over her annoyance now and the doves and the partridge are watching the telly from the pear tree as I write. Yours ever, Gobnet. Day 3. Dear Nola, we must be foremost in your thoughts. I had only posted my letter when the three French hens arrived. There was another sort out between the hens and the doves who sided with the partridge and the vet had to be sent for again. The mother was raging because the bill was £16 this time, but she has almost cooled down. However, the fact that the bird's droppings keep falling down on her hair while she's watching the telly doesn't help matters. Thanking you for your kindness, I remain your governor. Day 4. Dear Nola, you mustn't have received my last letter when you were sending us the four calling birds. There was pandemonium in the pear tree again last night, and the vet's bill was £32. The mother is on sedation as I write. I know you meant no harm, and remain your close friend, Gobnet. Day five. Nola, your generosity knows no bounds. Five gold rings. When the parcel arrived, I was scared stiff that it might be more boards, because the smell in the living room is atrocious. 
However, I don't want to seem ungrateful for the beautiful rings. Your affectionate friend, Governor. Day 6. Nola, what are you trying to do to us? It isn't that we don't appreciate your generosity, but the six geese have not alone nearly murdered the Colin birds, but they laid their eggs on top of the vet's head from the pear tree, and his bill was £68 in cash. My mother is munching 60 grains of Valium a day and talking to herself in a most alarming way. You must keep your feelings for me in check, Governor. Day 7. Nola, we are not amused by your little joke. Seven swans a swimming is a most romantic idea, but not in the bath of a private house. We cannot use the bathroom now because they have gone completely savage and rush the door every time we try to enter. If things go on this way, the mother and I will smell as bad as the living room carpet. Please lay off. It is not fair. Governor. Day 8. Nola, who the hell do you think gave you the right to send eight hefty maids of milk in here to eat us out of house and home? Their cattle is all over the front lawn and has trampled the hell over the mother's rose beds. The swans invaded the living room in a sneak attack, and the ensuing battle between them and the calling birds, turtle doves, French hens and partridge made the battle of the Somme seem like Wanderley Wagon. The mother is on a bottle of whiskey a day as well as the 60 grains of Valium. I'm very annoyed with you, Governor. Day 9. Listen, you louser. There's enough pandemonium in this place night and day without nine drummers drumming. While the eight flaming maids of Milken is beating me poor old alcoholic mother out of her own kitchen and gobbling everything in sight. I'm warning you, you're making an enemy of me, Governor. Day 10. Listen, manure face. I hope you'll be haunted by the strains of the tin pipers piping which is sent to torment us last night. They were aided in their evil work by those maniac drummers, and it wasn't a pleasant sight to look out the window and see eight hefty maids of milking pogoing round with the ensuing punk rock uproar. My mother has just finished her third bottle of whiskey on top of 124 grains of Valium. You'll get yours. Governor all alone, I say. Day 11. You have scandalised my mother, you dirty Jezebel. It was bad enough to have eight maids of milk and dancing to punk music on the front lawn. But they've now been joined by your friends, the eleven lords a-leapin'. And the antics of the whole lot of them would leave the most decadent days of the Roman Empire looking like outlook. I'll get you yet, you old bag. Day 12. Listen, slurry head, you have ruined our lives. The twelve maidens dancing turned up last night and beat the living daylights out of the eight maids of milking because they found them carrying on with the eleven lords a-leaping. Meanwhile, the swans got out of the living room where they'd been hiding since the big battle and savaged hell out of the lords and all the maids. There were eight ambulances here last night and the local civil defence as well. The mother is in a home for the bewildered and I'm sitting here up to me neck in birds, droppings, empty whiskey and valium bottles, birds, blood and feathers where the flaming cows eats the leaves off the pear tree. I'm a broken man. Come to join the honesty. <laughs> Right, and no, uh, we get that favorites. request every year, don't we? Every year, yeah. Uh, one right. of Eamon's favourites, yes, and uh, hilarious. I remember when that was first launched, um, I was driving from uh, my, with my dad from Abbey Leaks to Portleash, yeah. and he had to pull over in the car. He was laughing, laughing. so much in case, he would turn, in case he would crash into a ditch. He anyway. was ahead of his time pulling over now, wasn't he? Oh, he was, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, um, listen, we have a special guest in we studio. I got married there in August yes, to a young lady. I witnessed Huh? You I were there. You were there to, to, to sign event. the papers, and my wife Lorraine is here, and she has some very special things that she wants to talk about well, today. Hey. So instead of uh, you know playing an old request for a birthday, no, no, no. What 
what's better than that? Bring somebody in to Bring do it in person. In. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning, Wifey. Mark and Ken. I've got the best seat in the house sandwiched between the two of you this morning. <laughs> yeah. But yes. I can't say the smell is very good. <laughs> what? Oh, that's Wish. dreadful. There is a bit of uh, PJ O'Brien aroma oh, <laughs> lingering Lordy. around here this o morning. Oh, de PJ, we call it. <laughs> oh, de PJ is right. <laughs> uh, but yes, thanks for uh, giving me the mic this morning. And uh, last week we had a bit of a do in our house and Big Tom... Uh, made an appearance down there and so I think there was a bit of toe tapping probably on Hadrian Drive this morning with your earlier Thanks. tune and a big loss to uh, you know the Irish country scene of course this year with Big Tom passing yes, away indeed, and yeah. I know he's a favorite of my dad's and uh, and in keeping with pa playing the favorites of the family you've got uh, a bit of a tune lined up here for my mom who it's her birthday today Wow. Hey. And uh, yeah so big uh, birthday wishes go out to, to KM this morning my mom Kathleen Morley. Kathleen Morley. Happy birthday, Kathleen. Now, what year was she huh? born in again? Uh, 1990. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a good that's answer. Very good answer. I thought it was 88, but yeah. No, yeah. and I have another birthday wish that I wanted Whoa. to extend wish. on behalf of all of us. Um, we have a 80th birthday. <gasps> Wishes go out to Phyllis Turner, who made it to our wedding with her uh, lovely husband, Bill, who was all celebrating his 80th birthday that time as well. And that's right. So special for us to have them come by way of Toronto and uh, Belfast to make it to our wedding. And uh, yeah. they were a big hit at our wedding as well with uh, all of our guests. Uh, everyone was just amazed uh, with their energy and the style and everything else. So a big, big happy birthday wish goes out to um, the lovely Phyllis and uh, hope that uh, many years of health and happiness uh, come with it. Brilliant. Well done, Lovely. Phyllis. That's if brilliant. We, we, we should just head off, will we? I'd say so, yeah. Uh, she's we could just pack our bags, you know? <laughs> pack our bags. All right. Well, I know uh, I know your mum loves uh, the man himself, Joe Dolan, and she loves this oh song. Lord. It's my favourite Christmas song as well. I'm getting texts in already that we're worried about this, that it be, might be a Joe song. Yeah, well, let's hear. Huh? The time has the come. The time has come. Here Look we go. Come let's on, do Joe. it. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the great Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn Christ was born. 
when Christ was born. How good was that? That was very epic. Christmassy. Huh? Very Christmassy. It was epic. I hope Kathleen was listening. Yeah, I hope so too. You know, because uh, that was big. I am informed that she's sitting under a hairdryer somewhere in ah, the salon. stop. Anyway, that's the beauty of podcasting, right? Well, yeah, you can listen in any time, of course, to our on show yeah. on SaturdayIrishRadio.com. I, uh, I also, somebody else I ran into, I was at Mumford & Sons this... Um, Hope the hockey. Last Tuesday there yes. in Toronto. Brilliant concert, by the way. Yeah. Anyone who's never seen them, lads, they're well worth the uh, the watch. And uh, I was in PJ's before, no, the embassy beforehand for a bite to eat. Yeah. And I ran into an old pal of ours, Donna right. McGurk. Hope the hockey. Yeah. Sitting on the right side of the bar this time, though. <laughs> and she was telling me that she's delighted with the birth of her granddaughter. <gasps> she's a Four granny. Four week old. She's a granny now. Donna is a granny. Imagine that. Bit the hokey. I have no idea. But congratulations to the whole McGurk clan. My God. She's delighted, as she it's should brilliant. be. Brilliant. That's great news, well, isn't it? Yes. Very good. Yeah. And um, I wanted to give a shout out to to uh, Mike Awad, who's our um, Syrian lad that we sponsored, Irish Project Hope. Uh, three years ago, it's hard to believe he's here three years now, and his sister, who we sponsored as well, arrived on Monday. Brilliant. Sullen. And she's uh, doing great. Yeah, mighty. Very good. She's delighted to be here in Canada. That's she's great. She's a real go-getter, so mm. well done. And uh, you're very welcome to uh, to Canada and to our community. So Pretty there good. You go. And a shout-out, one more shout-out there. I know we're running out of time here, Marco. But uh, Coralina Lemos is uh, a writer, and she wrote a book, Corktown, The History of a Toronto Neighbourhood and the People Who Made It. And we're going to have her on in January. And uh, that should be fascinating because, of course, big connection to Ireland. Down Absolutely. There in Corktown, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to get a little bit of background on it, you can go to corktownhistory.com. In case you might Pretty want a last minute gift, maybe. Yeah. Pick up a book like Pick that. Pick a book. Any sports results uh, from the Premiership today? I, I did see that uh, Manchester City have been beaten at home. Imagine. By Crystal Palace. That's amazing. And Chelsea have been beaten at home by Leicester. Wow. And your lads had a good victory yesterday. They're Very sitting good. on top of the table now by four points. Four points. That city slip up now is good for you. Very good. Just not bad for yourselves either. Not bad. No, not bad. That'll all oh, be good. Your Spurs boys. And uh, after the show now today, um, myself and Lorraine are heading over to uh, the butcher shop in Scarborough to see me Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony. I've seen him for a while. Tell him I said hello. Go down to get a big dirty turkey off him. Lovely. Uh, yeah. And... Um, a clean turkey. No. Yeah. So, but yeah, down there at the butcher shop. He will. Kingston Road and Markham Road. Get down there right at the foot of Markham Road there. It's a great shop altogether. Yeah, get down there now. Bring your wallet with you. And yeah, um, yeah you need a few extra bucks down there because the quality of the meat is brilliant. It is very good. But, uh, very good. Go down Tony and see Uncle, care Uncle Tony. Lorraine's meeting him for the first time. Oh, that's a big move now. Could be, yeah. 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 So hopefully he doesn't, uh, he doesn't kick her out. Well, we want to wish all our listeners yeah. and our sponsors and um, 
anyone who puts up with us for this little hour every Saturday morning. A very happy Christmas. Yeah. We'll be back next week, of course, so we won't say the Happy New Year yet. No, we won't. But I hope everyone has a good time. Will we do Christmas, Christmas songs next week again or not? We might. We might. All right. Will I be in charge next week, maybe? Yeah, for sure. All right. You can good. be in charge. And what are uh, you closing out the show with today? Congratulations to Geraldine Brown. Um, oh, yeah, it's mighty. Great clo- news on Geraldine. I'm going to close out here with um, uh, with a song that, um, a, a, real, a real good old Christmas song, oh. Away in a Manger. Oh, lovely. Remember that one? I do indeed, yeah. Used to sing it in the choir. Oh, yes, yeah. All right, folks, uh, that's it. It's a wrap. And um, a very uh, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. And um, we will be back to you next week. Be safe and healthy. Enjoy your family. for our 